Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket costs. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. That's 888-303-9136. Welcome, welcome everyone to Marvelous Monday. We are so happy to be with you on this Monday. And before we get started, let me remind you that you can always find us at blogtalkusa.com or blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa, or you can download our podcast on any any place you can find podcasts. You can find Blog Talk USA, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Radio. Just download the Blog Talk USA podcast and then Marvelous Monday and View from the Top under that banner. Okay. Let me go ahead and give you over to your host, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to hear your voice. How are you, Miss Rihanna? I'm tired. I'm tired. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> I bet you are. Your mother, your, your mother is too. <laughs> no, yes, I'm ma'am. excited. I'm not, not, I'm not really tired. I'm so excited because we're just moving right along with the restaurant. And, oh, oh my gosh, it's going, to, it's going to be so exciting, Ms. Rihanna. I have to tell us all about it when we all get on the phone and get yes. on the radio, I should say. But how are things with you? How was your weekend? How was Mother's Day and all of those fancy times? Oh, Mother's Day is always a special day, and we yeah, this year yeah. was no exception. So we had a wonderful day. And yeah. Colin, of course, enjoyed his time, and his big sisters enjoyed him. So, But how was your Mother's Day, more importantly? <laughs> well, I, flew, I, I, I worked really hard to get back home to Nebraska so that I could be here with the kids because they kept saying, well, when are you coming back? And so, and but I want you to always keep a positive thought out for Professor Ray yes. because yes. things are pretty tough for her right now. But I can't imagine. It's been a, it's been a tough oh year. Oh, my gosh. It's been a yeah. tough year for, yes, you are absolutely yes. uh, correct. And so 
she is pretty devastated uh, to lose her son after losing her husband Ugh. to COVID. Right. Oh, my God. Right. It, it just was pretty tough. But uh, we all mm. went there to try to help her, and you can just only help so much. I mean, people just have to kind of right. work through these things, you know. Grief is yes, really something. It is. So I, I just wish that she would um, maybe mm-hmm. get some grief counseling and all of yes. that. And so, well, she's not able well, to she, work that out. She's a strong woman. She's such a strong woman. And you're right. It, it, she's a, right. for anybody out there uh, who knows Professor Ray, I know our radio listeners know Professor Ray. Right. They know she, exactly. how strong she is and how right. powerful she is. I hope that yes. she doesn't resist getting any help that she may need. That's right. Um, That's it, it can exactly be really correct. tough, I think, for, for anybody, but in particular That's for right. women. Um, That's right. That's and, right. you know, it's and there's a stigma sometimes. It can be generational. Um, yeah. I, I know that yeah. you have mentioned before that um, for African-American women, um, That's right. It, you know, the stigma is they don't, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Right. Well, layer. and, you know, the in, endurance, historically speaking, that, you know, for, for African-American people and African-American women. Right. And so that's there, too, on top of everything else. Sure, and We sure, pray for sure. Professor Ray. And, and Thank you we so hope much. that that's she so knows great. that there's no shame or that's weakness right. in right. asking for help and receiving help. Absolutely. That's so beautiful. So well said. And uh, I'm going to soon send you her new address so you can drop her a little note and say some of those things. Because sometimes when, you know, and she knows you so well. And so sometimes when people hear from someone else, aside from Mm -hmm. someone that's so close to them that have said these things repeatedly, sometimes when someone else says it, it will make a big difference. Right. And Please so, do send uh, me her address, and I'll do that. I will. And that was very Thank encouraging you. for me uh, to hear you say those things because we've been battered pretty good by her. <laughs> yeah, she's well, a, she's but you, that's, that's you, just you know. political stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably that's not family that stuff. <laughs> that's not. That's a whole separate thing. There's, There's you know. <laughs> you can you can oh, have the boxing so gloves on when you take a swing, but you got to hug at some point. <laughs> there you go. That's so good. I love it. Oh, my <laughs> oh boy, she gave us the blues, but you know she, she did. She's been coddled and she's been spoiled all of her life, and you know some people require that. I didn't require that when I was growing up. As a matter of fact, I used to say to my my father that. I'm a big girl now. I don't have to be hugged and kissed and all that. But he says, I don't care how old you think you may be. You're still uh-huh. the same number and different from how old I am to you. And you're still right. my kid. Right. Well, not to mention you probably Ray. came out of the womb saying that. <laughs> probably, you were probably correct. <laughs> but Professor Ray needed that kind of thing. And yeah. so uh, her, my father gave it to her, my, her husband gave it to her, and so yeah. <laughs> and her yeah. children, so oh boy. So now mm. that's one of those things. But at any rate, that's, see, you made me smile. I just missed you so much. Well, and now where's the rest, where are the rest of those team members? 
And we're well, almost Dr. ten minutes Carr into the show. On. Yes, Wonderful. The, our other fellows are late, but not Dr. Carr. <laughs> Dr. Carr. Hello, Dr. Carr. How are you doing tonight? Hello. I'm doing quite well here in Arkansas tonight and glad to be back on with you yes. guys. Hopeful that we'll yes. have a uh, mighty uh, coming together. I presume yes, and predict sir. that we will. Yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. great. And I have certainly missed you guys. It's been several weeks. I think I've been on. I had some uh, graduations and, and some things and then family things that I had to attend. So I am so happy to be back on Marvelous Monday. I always miss yes. it uh, when I can't be here. And as a matter of fact, Dr. Carr, I actually talked to to uh, Dr. Smith a little early on, and he is at a graduation there in the city, oh. and he says that when he finishes the graduation, he plans on joining us. Very well. I told him that we have, yes, we have some very interesting things to talk about tonight. Now, I don't, what about Mr. Arthur, Ms. Rihanna? Oh, he'll come. He'll come sauntering in here at some point. (laughs) That would be that would be that would be very true. And then, of course, uh, let's see. uh, Doctor Hagney uh, has graduation for his grands, and so he's Mm -hmm. he's on grand grandparent duty tonight. Yeah. Uh, As you know, our graduations (laughs) are going on. Our young folk are graduating from high Mm -hmm. school and college, and and I, I and I. I pay attention to the little people because, uh, Dr. Carr, I had owned the Early Childhood Education Academy for 20 years, and I have I made a big deal out of graduation for those young folk graduating from kindergarten, and Absolutely. got them in their caps and gowns and had their mm-hmm. big celebration and their cake and their punch and their little sandwiches and everything. I had mm-hmm. a big, big graduation at my church. And my business partner and I put on our regalia. I put on my my PhD hood like I was graduating. And then my my partner had a master's in nursing, and she had Miss Sally Sanders, you know, uh, Miss Rihanna. And she would put on her robe, and we march in in front of those kids. We made a big to-do out of it. So they look forward to that each time they got a chance to put that robe on. And let me share with you that many of those young folk that were at my school are now graduating from college. I bet. And some going on to law school. Isn't that beautiful? It is amazing. amazing. Quite amazing. Yes. I I, I just love it. I I love it. When they come in uh, from school and they say, oh, Dr. McKellar, I'm – this is my senior year in college. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Wow. You all are pushing me on out of the way, but that's a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a path you set them on. Well, this young lady, two of the young students graduated from University of Texas. Uh, the young brother graduated with his, with his master's in biology. And this sister graduated with her a bachelor's in biology, and both of which, they're brothers and sisters, both of which have applied to our medical school here. Because my goal, Dr. Carr, is to get students from East Texas and Tyler in particularly in our medical schools, showing them they don't have to go far away, that they can get their education right here in University of Texas, School of Medicine in Tyler, Texas. Now, doesn't that sound wonderful? 
<laughs> it sounds exactly like what we should be doing with our young people. Keep them right yes, there sir. in the state, train them right yes, there, and allow them to yes. practice their craft right there and serve the citizenry. I take my Absolutely. head off to you for those kinds of efforts. Well, well thank you. I, I, I mean, I just love young folk, and those are the people that's going to be taking care of us, right? So we want to yes, make sure that they are, tra- they are trained well. So Mr. <laughs> Arthur is <laughs> on? Yeah, yeah, Arthur, are you there? We're yeah, How are you doing? We can hear you. Uh, all right, great. Who is that? Is that Doctor O? That's I'm here. Doctor O. I'm here. I'm here. Not in the house. Not to be confused with. And your sister Riri, your sister Riri is here as well. Well, yeah. hey there. <laughs> How are you doing? Doing well. Hey, want to be clear, Doctor O. That's not to be confused with Oz. No, oh my, you're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, please don't get that confused. a bit of difference between the two of us. Quite a, quite a bit of difference. Quite a bit yeah, of difference. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, what's yeah, going on in your life, up. in your world, Mr. Arthur? Well, uh, oh, oh, I see. Where should I start? Oh, at the beginning, I guess. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> That's a good place once, to start. Once upon a time, there was a little boy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my, my mother Arthur just came out uh, with the uh, North Africa vet, and basically what I'm talking about in, in, uh, in this week's uh, uh, writing is about uh, is about the deconflicting our national organizations. Uh, what's going on is that is that they is they uh, you know because of their culture you know they they meet on a national level, but they don't uh, but they don't coordinate uh, activities on you know, uh, issues of common interest on the gra- on the grassroots level. So what we have is, you know, we have, you know, corporations sending money to, to, to them on the top, but they're not, you know, doing any coordination action, at least up to this point, at the grassroots level. So I'm, uh, so I'm kind of, you know, just kind of, you know, explaining that to folks about, you know, they need to be deconflicted uh, and, and, and start to work together, you know, to have the grassroots organizations uh, come together, you know, not just on the national level. Now, you, Derek Johnson, uh, he was at the man uh, thing with uh, Sharpton, you know, you know, he had a great time, looked great, but there's nothing happening on the ground level. So I'm saying that I think that that's one of the things we're going to have to, and, rem- and all movements actually start from grassroots anyway. So basically, I'm just trying to get the grassroots to uh, go ahead and take the lead. Okay. Gotcha. Well, let me share this with you guys. I just got a message that we have had a mass shooting in Tyler, Texas. And that's all I know right now. I'm going to try to catch some news as you keep speaking because I'm curious as to what, and it's in my district. Yes. So, Ms. I'm going to let you take the lead for right now, and, and uh, I'll keep listening in, but I'm, I want to try to find out on my other line. Uh, what's going on? So I'll give it over to you, Miss Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, wow. Uh, uh, no, go ahead, wow. go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Uh, no, I think that two one. Uh, that uh, do you have a two uh, two eight one number there? You say? Yes. Yes. Okay, I think that's Tracy Burrell. I think that's Tracy. Oh, uh, okay. The line is open. Okay. Oh, oh that's not. Oh, oh that's not Tracy. 
Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. She said, she said no. I, I thought there was. I didn't see. Oh, okay. Well, she said she I'll don't. I'll tell you what I'll do. Oh. I'm going to okay, mute that two eight one number. And if you're someone who wants to join in, uh, if you're just here to listen, that's totally fine. You're welcome. If you're someone who wants to join in in the conversation, just press one, and I'll see that, and then I can open up your line. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, how you been, Riri? How you been? I'm doing well. Just chasing after these kids. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going well, right, right now well, to pick them up cha- from well, work. <laughs> well, as long as they're not chasing you, you know. No, uh, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you good then. You good. That, that would be Doc, a slow you, speed chase. <laughs> da, well, Doc, how you doing, Doc? What you been up to? Down down there, you know, uh, Arkansas. in Arkansas, all is well here. I'm uh, I'm looking at the, I'm YouTubing the uh, Texas mass shooting at the mall, the gunman who's been killed, who's killed eight people. I'm watching that on my computer screen, and uh, I oh. uh, I don't know if you uh, heard the uh, Madison show this morning, but I happened to be walking through the room when uh, Joe was on with. Uh, President uh, Johnson talking about the uh, NAACP's uh, uh, movement to issue the uh, travel advisory down in Florida. So I'm hopeful that we'll get uh, spend some time chatting about that because that got my attention this morning. And the second issue I hope that we can give some uh, time to tonight would be uh, Joe Madison again on this morning said to uh, – on the radio uh, that he challenged uh, Leon Russell, who's down in Florida, and he talked about uh, what we should be doing uh, with regard to DeSantis' movement is that we should pick up, again, the idea of the Freedom School. He said that most of these churches, during most of the week, there's nothing fundamentally going on, and these sites could be used uh, as uh, locations to teach uh, people Mm -hmm. of all races and what the truth is and what the truth has been. So I was so happy to hear him say that, knowing that Mm -hmm. that's an initiative that I've uh, started here in Arkansas and hoping, Mr. Fleming, that we can, when we go across the South to save the South, we'll be utilizing that as one of the uh, weapons in our warfare. Freedom Ride 2.0. Yes, sir, 2.0. That's right. Yeah, eight people have been killed at the mall in there in your in that city, and the gunman has been killed as well. And the gunman has uh, association with uh, neo-Nazi uh, groups. Mm-hmm. And again, he has this online hookup situation whereby he's mm-hmm. been, I guess, feeding himself, breeding his anger. And now eight people are dead. Who they are, uh, I'm not sure yet. But I'm looking at it on YouTube on my computer as we are. Uh, as we are speaking now in the program. Well, well, is, is this one mass, is it a mass shooting now once per month on an average? Where are we now? At least. Now, Doc, you way behind, Doc. No, no, no. We've been having mass shootings. Uh, we've been having ma- more mass shootings a year, uh, uh, you know, than days for the last, for the last what, three, four, five years. For the last three, four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ones you hear about, 
is uh is like when it's like a, a large like eight or not something like that. Yeah. But, that you know, true. but the two but the three but the three foes, you know, you don't hear about mm-hmm. them and depending mm-hmm. on where it happened at, you ain't gonna hear about it. So, you know, so I'm just yeah. saying that now nah, nah, but it's worse than that. The news media, again, they have culpability because they've been the, the guy was in the military and like and like uh you know, during wartime, you know, like during the morning roll call, they do it, they tell you you know, I mean, you know, it's the same thing, you know, in infantry and stuff like that. But anyway, you know, they get a report, you know, or like in, like in my case, how many planes came back or how many men got shot down. But, you know, but in, you know, how many soldiers died, whatever. Well, that's what this is like, except there's more people dying a day than that was dying in Vietnam, mm-hmm. you know. And, and we treated like, you know, we, we were all upset about Vietnam, but we got a Vietnam going on right here, right here. You know, and everybody walking around like do 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 do, and I'm going hmm. really, you know. So uh, we got some work to do to get people to understand. Again, the media, up to this point, they've been complicit. You know, they 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 may, they acting like it ain't nothing. They playing like it just happening in Chicago on the South hmm. Side. Hmm. You know, that's, that's they, right. You know, I mean, I mean that's a narrative of the whole thing. Right. So so you know, so we got to understand. That, uh, you know, and, and see, and ain't just black folks getting shot up. It's white folks getting shot up, too. You know, right. and they don't and they, and they don't ever show, look here, they don't ever show them. They don't ever show them. They don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. there's no more folks to know that. And, and I, if I was white, I'd be upset about that. I'd be mm-hmm. upset about that. Now, they've started showing a few white people here lately, here lately, a few. But for the most part, they won't but show the, white it's people. it's not told with the same... Tone. It's not told in the same tone at all. Yeah. Yeah. At if it's all. told at all. Yeah. If it's told at all, I, I I don't see that many of them. I'm just saying. I don't see. You know. Right. No. It's not I, nearly. No. You're right. You're right. And, and the police be shooting up white people too. They be shooting up white people too. That number wise, they shoot up actually more white people. We just have a such a huge proportion, but disproportionate number we have. Right. Right. Uh, but you know, the, yeah, 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 they shoot a bunch of white people every year. The, the white people, you know, for yeah. some reason they figure, okay, I'd rather have a prison than don't say nothing and play like it ain't happening. Mm. You know, are you, are I mean, you referring the, to white on white crime? Is that what you're referring oh, to? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that mythical white on white crime that we don't hear that, about. That thing we never, never hear about. <laughs> uh, never My hear gosh. About. So, well, so, you know, so, gun, gun deaths for children. I'm sorry to. To cut in, uh, gun deaths for children rose 50 percent from 2019 to 2022. 50 percent from 2019 to 2022. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At 2019 to 2021, I misread that. Okay, 2021. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it took. I mean, it took off. Look at once that guy got in office. Okay, it was already. It already wasn't good. Okay, it wasn't right. good already. Good already, but once he got in office, uh, you know where he gave those people a sanctuary, right? And the, you know, you know, in the Republican yeah. Party, and so now, yeah. you know, that's what you got. That's what you got. Uh, you know, you know, I, right. I, I tell y'all before about Ronald Reagan. You know, folks, well, you know, if Ronald Reagan was here, and I, and I, I put this in my article this week, oh. uh, for the next week. Uh, you know, if Ronald Reagan was here, you know, Ronald Reagan couldn't be a Republican. And I tell him, I said, yes, he could. Ron Reagan kicked his campaign off in Philadelphia, Mississippi. You know, for sure, we warned him back here, and then and then and, and then Miller's turn. Talk about states' rights. 
and, and, and then in the middle of his term, he went to Bitburg, Germany, and yes. laid up a wreath at the tomb of yes. the SS. Now, exactly you know, you right. do that kind of stuff, and then you're going to tell me he couldn't be, yeah, he could, because, he, you know, he honored the Nazis. So when he did that, he created right he, in. He created. He created a global movement, and that's what and, and that's yes. what's been working for since. So, for folks, uh, you know, that's folks right. that don't know, Reagan is the leader of all of that. So, so don't mm-hmm. be that. Oh, he couldn't like Joe Scarborough in the morning. Oh, he could. Oh, Ron Reagan couldn't be a Republican. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he could. So the herd mentality is not just something of recent days. It goes back to the Reagan years and prior to no doubt. Well, when yes. Reagan, when, yeah, when Reagan did that, see, see, they were okay, okay, those, okay, that was the Republican fringe. They, but they were fringe, yes. and so you know, Reagan, you know, he talked crazy to them, but but he, but he, but he was sending them signals like going to Bitburg and Philadelphia, Mississippi, right? So right, he, you know, right. You know, y'all stand back, you know, y'all get back. But he let Pat Buchanan and and, and uh, you know those type of talking heads have the, uh, a Buckley. We must Buckingham, you know, let them have a significant place in the party, you know, a space. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 Buckley, now, now, here's the question. Now, Buckley, now, Buckley now, he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't no, uh, he, he wasn't no Nazi. He was actually a, a true conservative. But but Pat mm-hmm. Buchanan and, and them other jokers, oh, no. Oh, no, Pat, 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 Pat you know, he's always been a, a Nazi at heart. Oh, so yeah. I'm just saying. A hundred You know, hey. And so, and so now this is a fruit. Uh, you know, you know that comes out the Turner Diary uh, mythology for so white spring. And then when they and then when they announced the demographic the demographic shift, and <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, it got crazy. And then when the Hispanic did that did that May Day, we want our freedom thing in two thousand five. Ever since then, ever since then, it's been like wow. And then right. Obama got elected three years later, and so the, oh yeah. <clears throat> And so the demographic, the, demo, the demographic shift people, you know, they went in high gear. And then they said, somebody said, well, yeah, well, you know, we thought it was going to happen to 2050. You know, now they're saying it's going to happen in, you know, 2030 something or whatever. So now they say, you know, no, no, you know, we got to do something. So this is what they're doing. Right. They right. want, they want an oligarchic state where uh, your vote don't matter, and mm-hmm. and they run all the money up to the top. So a few people controlling all the money. Yeah, that's why they want you to keep working for seven dollars an hour, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so forth and so on. In other words, yeah. And, and I keep telling, I keep telling my white friends, hey y'all, whatever happened to black people, it's gonna happen yes. to y'all next. Okay, it's gonna happen to y'all yes. next. Now, now this treatment that, that that we're dealing with now, this is the treatment that black folks been dealing with forever. And mm-hmm. now, and now the capitalists have come for the rest of y'all. Yeah. So the, the cap will be gone. Yes, what that what we got to do? Well, 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 well I call them the. Hey, well, let me give them the proper name. The supreme capitalist. Yeah. The, the supreme. I'm going to put. Uh, I think I'm going to find somewhere in my new book to talk about the coming of the supreme capitalist. I think that yes. needs to be expanded upon, explained, and put out in the ethers. I think people can learn much from just this uh, idea, this concept, the coming of the supreme. Uh, capitalists, because as you say, Mr. Fleming, you know, black folks have been going through this ever since we hit the shores, but now when they get done with the deal, they'll be coming for white folks too. They may yeah, not see yeah. that, but it's on the way. 
It's on the way. Well, now, now, yeah. now, now, now it's in the process unless we stop it. It ain't like on the way. It ain't, it ain't down the road. It, it's, yes, like, it's, it's like on the road, right? The coming so, of the supreme capitalist. Yeah, and so, and when I say, and when I say supreme capitalist, well, well, what I basically mean is the oligarchic state, right, where you got a few people with all the money, they have, and, and they sit up there with all their money, and then they tell white people, uh, you can be, you know, yeah, but, you know, you ain't got nothing, but you white. You know, same thing, you know, that the everyday thing. You know, you, you white. Mm-hmm. And, and so and so it's for, so it's coming up on, and that's why the Cool People's Campaign with uh, Reverend Barber is so important, bringing cool people yeah. together and the folks together. Uh, the, because until because until that until we break that communication uh, gap right there that they that they hope you know given you know having white people thinking that they better and all that kind of stuff right. and so you know until we get that broke until white people can understand hey y'all y'all getting treated just like us now yeah. you know just you know there's no we're in the same system so they're not gonna be able to like separate it where they can just do us and then not do y'all. You know, they count mm-hmm. on y'all not caring about uh, them doing y'all long y'all white. And so that's what they count yeah. on. And so, so far, and so, so far, it's been working. So, uh, right. on the working people in Virginia, doing well, in West Virginia, Lord have mercy. Well, and it's, it's all exactly, you know, <laughs> kind of how it all started here, in a way, uh, the supreme capitalist. In yeah. America before we were America, and the you know white uh, people, Land white owners. enslaved and indentured people, um, mm-hmm. being you know pitted against against black yep. enslaved people, you know deliberately put those roots there. Uh, that no no, be mad at him. You're better than him. You're still better than him. You know made right. it all about skin color, and, and they, I mean we've seen right. this all before. And that was a, that, that was a supreme capitalist. In other yes. words, that you know, America was started with supreme capitalists, right? Yes. You know. Yes. And so, yeah, and this so is that, no accident. No. So you still have that same, and to get into that, and to get into that class, and see, by supreme capitalists, uh, you, you, you know, I'm talking about black folks that's in it. You know yeah. What I mean? he, yeah. He, yeah. He, he, I mean, if I exclude nobody, Hispanics that's in it. Supreme capitalists, they playing the supreme right. capital game over it. And to get into the game, you got to, there's a money threshold. Yes. So, so you cross to that threshold, then you're a supreme capitalist. That's right. Now, now and I have, uh, I haven't put a, a, a money figure on it yet as far as what that, what I would say it would be, but you can use your imagination. Right. Right. Well, the term oligarch, you know, that's that's the guy whose pockets are so deep, you know, we would just wouldn't imagine how much money we're talking about. So if, in fact, and I agree, uh, that is the way we're going to frame this discussion, uh, it's, it's powerful information, and it ought to be echoed over and over and over again beyond what we say tonight. So I'm going to uh, find a way to insert it in my next uh, book, you know, an and urgent agenda for an emerging new world. We we need to hear this over and over and over like a broken record until it breaks us in and breaks us down so we can find it in some sense mentally and psychologically make a breakthrough, if you will. Mm. Yes, sir. 
And once again, I um, I have put a link to this article on our shows several times in, over the past uh, a few years. But uh, there's a a couple of really good articles exactly about this and just going through that history. Um, and it, you know, it, a lot of some of the article. Uh, both articles, they start off with, um, one of them is entitled, I Know Why uh, Poor Whites Shout Trump, Trump, Trump. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the era of slavery to the rise of Donald Trump and, you know, how wealthy elites have relied on the loyalty of poor whites. Mm-hmm. And the, just two really excellent articles that are um for you know, for an article, they're pretty thorough, and just give a nice outline for people to see. So I'll post the links uh, in the show um, notes for this program because they're they're good, really good articles. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's absolutely on target. Well, yes. I say, uh, so anyway, so uh, you, you know, I speak to that in, in Marcus. So uh, you know, basically. Basically, what I'm hoping to do is, again, put that kind of information out. Uh, I talked about Supreme Capitalists in my, I think it was in my last article. Uh, you hey, can you send us links to those articles, too, Mr. Arthur, and I'll post those as well. Oh, okay. Okay, I sure will. I sure will. Thank sure you. Will. Thank I appreciate you very much. Yeah, but, uh, of course. No, yeah, we got work to do. Uh, again, these people ain't playing. Uh, you know, they, they, they mean what they're saying, okay? And so, uh, yeah. you know. They're, you know, they're so far backed up uh, into Rome right now that the only thing, the only, the only thing they can see to do now is Rome. You know, they don't, they, you know, and, and so now it's like, and, and, and I guess it has to be like this, you know, for us to come to a, a logical, you know, a logical conclusion of the whole thing, which is, is, is America going to be run by, run by truth or it's going to be run by lies? Uh, it, it, it's going to be everybody going to respect the rule of law. You, look, at least we now, of course, I already knew it. And most black, and see, black people, we already know this stuff. We knew, like, these people that, that you're seeing, these Trumpers and folks like that, we, we've we always known those people were there, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, the, but the, you know, the political structure, you know, the moderate Democrats, you know, they, they smoothed it all over, kept a cover over it. And so mm-hmm. Trump just broke through it. And so now, it's a real battle, and we need to we need to take it as serious as they're taking it. You know, mm-hmm. take it serious. With them. Democrats doing a little bit better job now, of trying to fight back a little bit. At least you know they, at least Jeffrey got them, you know, got them coordinated. They're not sitting around, you know, mm-hmm. like whining whatever they was doing before. So I'm glad right. to see if they don't stepped up a little bit. So you know they need to do it, but they need to step up some more. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, the the half-hearted stuff is not going to cut it anymore. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it, it's just not. And oh, my husband is, well, a, I'm, you know. I'm jumping oh, back in to join you. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. I didn't mean to cut you off, Miss Rihanna. Go ahead, your oh, husband. Oh, no, no, I was, I was <laughs> just going to say, my husband, as you know, was a lifelong <laughs> conservative yes. Republican and yes. um, 
he obviously understood and learned that his life had been a lie when Trump happened, um, and it was a real hard hit for him. But now, you know, he gets offended when I say critical things about Democrats. And he goes, don't say that. Don't, how could you say that? You know what I say? Look, I know you've just been in the family a short time. <laughs> but these are the kinds of things that we can say to one another. You, you, just, you don't say it in front of Republicans. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Uh, well, Miss Rihanna finally broke him in really good. <laughs> Ooh. Really good. Well, let me just give you guys yeah. a <laughs> Go, go ahead. Go ahead. That's what just kind of now, now this is what Democrats do. <laughs> you know, we do that. Everybody got no, no, yeah. no one bites their tongue, right? In other words, yeah. But yeah. I, 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 I wanted to give you guys a quick update to to let you know exactly what's going on in my city and my district. And um, the one thing that I can tell you, and we say this all the time, that. Uh, but God, it could be in any of our cities and any of our yes. neighborhoods and everything. But uh, but they were able to secure that shooter that was just firing up and shooting up people's cars and everything in in a complex where it has lots and lots of children and family members mm. that live there, and only one person was injured. The police officers, they had about 15 cars out there, and they sustained him uh, and, and, and and got him uh, in handcuffs in, in they, they very really? short. They, that, nope. That, that's, 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 now you know we, what we, I got we, we're in Tyler, Texas, we don't we we try to wound, we we try to wound yes, and it, the African Americans and uh, and and uh, mostly that's who mostly lives in that complex. Lots of children, lots of families, uh, lots of single moms with young but children shooter, that play play white. in the park. You you're white. you're quite no, you're quite familiar, Mr. Arthur. It's right around the corner from our old, you, you know, the school and the church and where we have all the activities at Liberty Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And right mm-hmm. across the street from Liberty Baptist Church there on Broadway is the Complex Liberty Arms Apartments. You remember it now? Uh-huh, it's right yeah, around the corner thought, from the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, but I thought you said it was a white supremacist. So, so it wasn't a white I, supremacist? I did, I, I did not say anything like that. I have not used that term. (laughs) No, I did not say that. What I did say is that, remember, we say all the time that it could be in any of our cities, any of our neighborhoods, any of our communities. And so there it is right in the heart of my district, right in the heart of my community, right around the corner from where we had our other restaurant location, uh, just a stone's throw, uh, two schools. Well, one school has now been torn down, uh, but uh, there's an early childhood education academy there. There's Griffin Elementary School all right there uh, within that same vicinity. And, and, Mr. Arthur, you've been to that church before many times, right? That's where I always have all of my town hall meetings and every event uh, politically um, that we always use that facility. But they were able to sustain uh, immediately and get okay. him into handcuffs. And so I'm very happy about that. 
Well, I guess that's why I was saying that, you know, I was thinking that he that he had to be white because they because it says I can't if a brother was shooting like that. And Tyler, we once again, and Tyler, they try to injure and not kill, and they oh, try oh, to they shoot to the legs and yeah, it, oh, okay. they shoot to the legs oh, and uh, oh, that's and very try refreshing to, to hear. I didn't know that anywhere yes, in the country that they were trained to shoot to. <laughs> The legs yeah. rather than the head. Like, uh, a lot, you know, a lot of doctors and killers have been working like on that for years. <laughs> there you go. You tell it. You wow. tell it. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. tell it. Really. I, you tell okay. it. And, and we, we we have a fire chief that tr- that comes into our community. He's always on my town hall meetings, uh, answering from from South Tyler to North Tyler. He sits and I ask him hard questions because I'm always the moderator. Ask hard questions. Mm-hmm. about this, that, and the other in regards to our criminal justice system. And as same thing with our, our uh, sheriff, the Smith County mm-hmm. uh, sheriff is Mr. Larry Smith, Sheriff Larry Smith, mm-hmm. and we, we, ha- we ask the hard questions. And we don't bite tongues because it hurts to bite tongues, and so we want to know straight up, and we ask straight up and straightforward questions. So they try to work uh, for the greater good of the community. I, I must give that to uh well, don't folk here. Don't, right. not, not, saying, not saying that we have a perfect system here because there's some things huh. here that comes, but, but they're filtered from Abbott, from the state, and from mm-hmm. the parole system in Texas and filtered down into the counties. Well, well, and, well, yeah, we, but but as far as Tyler well, is concerned, to, go ahead. Well, you need to tell Abbott why he's filtering. You know, he's talking about filtering a, a pardon for that murderer. So you need to, yes, uh, sir. You yes, sir. He needs he, he, he need to unfilter that. Yeah, well, we, we, well, we need to be, uh, <laughs> we have our buses and loaded up and going to Austin. When, when, when is this? Like, like, like we always do, even though they still, there's going to be bills passed here in Texas that's going to affect every black person it, well, and, and poor others. Uh, in oh, oh. in in the state of Texas. Hey, and here, book ban and be a white. You talking about talking about? Look here, because cause it's going to be. I put this in my in my, in my next article. But but okay. okay, eleven Democrats voted that you know that the House representative that was like yesterday. Right. I think they voted on but eleven right. Democrats to uh, ban the books, right? And, and, oh my and gosh! One Adiger and one DeSoto representative, Carl Sherman, voted with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Carl Sherman voted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so he's so and I'm going. right. I know. I'm quite quite familiar. What, what, what are you? Well, what are you? What are you doing? Let's well, see. But that's the kind of thing that I'm saying. That you know, when I say prayers, a sense of urgency for him yeah. to feel like he can do that at this moment in time <clears throat> mm-hmm. is a barometer of that sense of urgency. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know. He should, you know, but, but anyway, but, but I'm going to make sure people know what he did. And, uh, you know, and we're going to start giving grades and everything else to the rest of them that's down there. Well, we can uh, mm-hmm. let people know what they actually down there doing in that name. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. 
Well, a lot of things. Let's let's talk a little bit about what I, I had on the list tonight. I, I, I want to start since we're talking about Dallas and, and Carl Sherman and what's going on uh, with some of those that are at the state level, those representatives at, at the state level. But as we know, um, uh, Congressman um, Colin Allred is running for senator against Ted Cruz. We know that, right? And Amen. so for Dr. Carr may not know, and Ms. Rihanna may or may not know who uh, Colin Allred is. He is a, a form, well, he's a former football player. He's a former, uh, he's a veteran. Uh, and uh, there was a new district. As you know, we had two new districts to come about in Texas uh, during this last uh, census report. So Colin Allred actually ran for that uh, seat. He is an attorney, I believe. And um, he ran for that brand-new seat and won it. And so now he's running for congressman. Uh, just to give you a little backstory, some more backstory on uh, Colin, he is, uh, his father is from Africa, and his mother is an American Caucasian lady. And no, so... Uh, that's Barack Obama. Ain't. That's Barack Obama. Sound just Barack. like him, just like, pre- just like President Obama. The same identical history and background almost. Uh, This is North Dallas. Uh, He actually, Mr. Arthur, graduated from Hillcrest High School. So so that, which means that he he lived the same type of life that he lived in the Caucasian world, like Miss Rihanna, and uh, rather than in a, in a mixed world, he just lived basically in in North Dallas, where it's basically Caucasians that live there. And basically, Hillcrest High School is consistent of Caucasian students. So the the discussion in Texas now among the Democratic Party is that uh, that Colin, uh, why he, why did he not go and groom or look for someone to replace him that was at least of of mixed descent rather than just a Caucasian person. So um, I don't know if you have been in on that discussion or not, Mr. Arthur. Go ahead. Go ahead. You say he picked somebody to replace him? To run, well, he can't. Re, he cannot pick somebody to replace him, but he picks someone that he can support to run for that seat. That that uh, that uh, seat. Uh, it's the thir- it's what number thirty, I think, because because oh, yeah. Eddie Bernice Johnson was thirty thirty three. So I think that seat is thirty. Okay, okay. Well, who who? Do, okay. Uh, well, a Caucasian gentleman that I don't know the name of him. Now um, I want to be. I don't know his name. Now I want to be Go clear ahead. about you. We, we talked about. I don't know if he was online. But we, we talked about Supreme Capitalist earlier, right? Okay. Okay. And so, and so I was not on the line. Okay. Well, anyway, we we're talking about the Supreme Capitalist. Uh, I'm saying that when we 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 see stuff like that, where what you're talking about, like with all red stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, he probably. I'm sure he wants to get in that club. He ain't, he, 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 I don't think he's in it yet, but I think he want to get in that Supreme Capitalist Club. So okay. that's why stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, 
That's uh, that's interesting. It's another couple of cases across Texas that uh, that is of discussion um, that's taking place that uh, people want to maintain certain want districts to look a certain way. We know the, about the gerrymandering and how they draw lines in order to to draw uh, ethnic people out uh, out of positions. Uh, and so forth. So that's there it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So uh, what else do well, we have? Gonna on that? The, who, sorry, are you going to support our red for senator? I mean, I'm not being a little political now. So I, I know. I, he he, he get, well, he he's been. Huh? I I have gotten I've gotten a message from him almost every day. Have you? Oh okay. uh, yeah 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 yeah. He all over my feed too. So. Yeah, he must, exactly. he must go to the man sent it to me. I'm sorry, say it once more. I see he must go to your feed and then send it to me, right? You know. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And you can right. him a contribution. I'm sorry, Dr. <laughs> Carr, you said you, you sent him a contribution? You can send him a contribution beginning at $25 going to a number that's greater than 500 if you decide to do so. I'm looking at <laughs> no, it sir. On my you know, You're so funny. You're looking at your computer. I send him a message and say, I, I want you to send a donation to me for my campaign because I'm running one also. There Absolutely. You send me a donation and I'll send you that same amount. And I'll send that back to you. Well, with all that NFL money, you ought to be able to do so. Exactly. Well, I hope I rest you, now, 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 you know, Beto, hey, look here, now, you know, the Beto, uh, 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 you know, before Ira came out, didn't anybody really know something, but he, but he, but he uh, 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 endorsed uh, that, that, that lady that lost the last time. He endorsed her, you know, to my, he won't, you know. He, mm-hmm. he, he, uh, that was Haggard, Haggard, the military female. Yeah, and I hope she don't run again because, you know, you know she's really a Republican. I don't think, I don't think she knows. Mm-hmm. She ain't no Democrat. Well, you know, in Texas, I guess the Democrat really ain't Democrat, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think anyway, it's pretty intriguing. I mean, I'm, you know, uh, Colin Allred versus Ted Cruz, and we know who Ted Cruz is and, and what Ted Cruz is. So right. I'm wondering myself, you know, is a Democrat a Republican or vice versa, or versa versa or what? It's it's pretty right. interesting. That's why I hate it here. That's why I just say the supreme it's the it's the supreme capitalist, and then it's everybody else. I really like that. There's something about that mm-hmm. that's uh, really really resonates with me, the coming of the supreme capital. Yeah. No, he already here. He already here. No, he ain't coming. <laughs> the here. Okay. You if you wait down the road, you then you, you you it's over for you. It's over. <laughs> yeah. You standing right next to me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, so now Yep. Okay. I want to talk yeah. about the travel advisory there you from go. the That's NAACP. <laughs> I, I was listening to uh, the Madison show this morning, 
and uh, Mr. Madison was interviewing the national uh, president, and then I've heard these excerpts from uh, the comments made by Governor DeSantis down in Florida and so forth and so on. So I'm I'm thinking about the Miami Heat, who's about to perhaps become national basketball association champions, and that's a Florida uh, franchise. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about the HBCUs, which are in Florida, and I'm thinking about Governor DeSantis' efforts to, uh, in essence, remove uh, or to attack the fraternal organizations and the uh, sororities. I think that's a. I think this guy is a bad actor, and I'm really wanting to key in on what do we need to do across the South, specifically and nationally, uh, in order to open the minds of the people to who this guy is and how destructive a potential he has for the country, let alone the state of Florida. Well, well let me tell you who he is. He's the American version of Kim Jong Un, right? <laughs> He's an Italian-American, and, you know, the Italian was the last one that got the white status of what we call white people. The Italian was the last okay. one, the last okay. one. And so, you know, they you know they even call them Dagos. They didn't call them Negroes. They called them Dagos. That's where mm-hmm. they used it. So I'm saying that. You know, and so, and, and as the case with folks like that who have gained white status in America, they have to prove their 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 whiteness, you know, more than, you know, the regular, you know, Protestant, you know, Catholic guy, or whatever. So you know, so he's just he's just over emphasizing his whiteness. That's what he's doing, you know, trying to carry. So so, want nobody say nothing about him being Italian because, you know, Giuliani ain't making him look too good, his cousin. No, that, well, that's the truth. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Giuliani. Go get the soap. We're turned upside down in America, aren't we? Go get the soap. Oh, please. Wow. So, so what are your oh. thoughts, uh, uh, Dr. Carr, about uh, Ron DeSantis now that uh, Mr. Arthur has kind of laid out a little tiny, <laughs> minute part of him, just a very small amount. Uh, but I like the way he laid that first part out. He said he's the American version of uh, Kim. Yes. So what are your thoughts yes. on him? Well, uh, thoughts on this man uh, come from what I'm hearing him say. Uh, in the public media, and I think okay. he is a, I think he has an element of uh, charismatic trickery in him. I think he has enough, I think he has enough ability to talk to his base that he, like Trump, uh, is making an effort to create a herd mentality among the people who perhaps are supportive of his efforts. I'm wondering about him. I'm wondering what are black people in Florida saying about their governor with regards to how his policies are negatively impacting black people in Florida, which will impact the economy of the state of Florida and so forth Mm -hmm. and so on. I just wonder what are folks in Florida thinking and saying about their governor who obviously is a proponent of erasure 
of the history of black people in America and in world civilization who is attacking the lesbian, gay uh, community and who tries to, in essence, I think he tries to just blow us off with his comments. I think he's learned a lot from Trump how to ACT when he's in P-U-B-L-I-C. I think he's hmm. taking a lesson from his master. Hmm. And I'm wondering why he has not announced uh, to run and when and what is he waiting on. That's what I'm thinking about Governor DeSantis at the moment. Right, right. So then yeah. let me ask this uh, this question. We know that DeSantis uh, is going to run for president. We know that Tim Scott has been on television talking about it, and he's going to run, and he feels that he can really win that seat. Uh, and then we know Trump is going to run. And then, of course, we know Joe Biden is going to win, run, run Nikki again. Haley. No, no, Go ahead. Tricky, uh, Nikki, tricky Nikki. Okay. Nikki Haley. <laughs> okay. okay. You think she – see, I thought she was going to back away, but if you think she's going to run. So so never with that being running. said – I'm sorry? No, I said she never stopped running. She's she, she, she been running. She just, you know – Yeah, you know. Well, I, I, I thought she had kind of backed down uh, to because you don't hear anything about her. I mean, she's got a snowball chance. So uh, so I'm not even going to include her, but we can. We'll put her name over there to the side, on the left side over there somewhere. And uh, but, but let's talk about these guys. So what are your thoughts on Tim Scott? Because he says, I can beat Trump. I'm the best thing for the Republican Party right now. I was listening to a little bit about him today about his uh, his message uh, out there today. Um, but but you know, my, I'm, I'm going to start out. Can I start out? I'm going to say, okay, uh, Tim Scott, Senator Tim Scott, mm, uh, black man, you mm, said nothing. You absolutely said zero when Trump and January the 6th and all the things that Trump was doing you, Correct. like all the rest of your friends, never opened your mouth. Correct. So why is it that you think that the American people are now going to embrace you because you didn't stand up against wrong when it was happening? You were silent and you said zilch. You said nothing. Okay, so I'm answering Tim Scott. Well, okay, but because, Tim Scott, you said nothing, so why do you think Shirley McKellar would even think about voting for you? Because you did, you were not a man. You had no gristle. You had no backbone to stand up against wrong. So I'm going to X you out. Go ahead, Mr. Uh, Tim Scott. Yeah, yeah, I'm Tim Scott now. Now, <laughs> now, uh, now Ms. McKellar, now, uh, Ms. McKellar, now you, you know, now I understand what you're saying. But see, you know, I was given the status. Uh, a few years ago, so yes, you, sir. Know, you said black man. You should have said black skin. And so okay. basically, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I am a Republican, and I want to be president of all the people, black and white. So okay. you know, my skin color. Even though when I was growing up, I was getting beat up and messed with by the police, but now they ain't bothered me in a long time. So I don't mm-hmm. think there's no racism in America. So. You know, vote for me, and I'll lock you up. Yeah, you'll lock me up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. 
Well, Mrs. Tim Scott, that's not really what I'm talking about, Senator. What I'm talking about is that you had no gristle, you had no backbone to stand up when you know unequivocally what Donald Trump was doing was wrong, what the people did on January the 6th, because you were in that building, you were there, and your life was at stake just like all these other people, but in particular all of your Congress people, their lives were at stake, and you never spoke up not one time and said you were wrong, Mr. President. But did not try oh, to get the George Floyd. Didn't I try to get the George Floyd Act passed? Didn't I try? Didn't I try that? Didn't I try that? Did you? Did you? Did, did you, 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 you? You saw me. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> tried. That's not good enough. Trying is not good enough. There was no reason, uh, Tim Scott. I'm sorry. And, and that's what we get out, and, and that's what we would get out of him if he became president. We would get absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. We would get nothing. Nothing. We would get nothing. Nothing. So, anybody else have any comments about Senator Tim Scott and why we should or should not vote for him? But that's yes, my. Like that's to, my. Opinion. I'd like to. I'd like to portray right. Tim Scott for a moment. I'd like to say, Miss Shirley, why don't we just yes, move sir. on to the economy? Why don't we move on to uh, the war in Ukraine? That's a real, why don't we that's move a real on? politician. <laughs> that's a real politician right there. I think I'm going to do a pivot away from your question. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, that's, that's my, that's more my, that's my Tim Scott lookalike. You, 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 listen, you're the real Tim Scott. Mr. Arthur's a fake Tim Scott. You the real Tim Scott. You you not even see he was too kind. He addressed he addressed it. Tim Scott is not going to address that. Okay. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, okay. Let's let's take a look at a couple of other things that we kind of talked about or want to talk about uh, tonight, and that's E. Jean Carroll. Oh, my goodness. More money, more money, more money. You guys know more money is coming, right? Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. Well, our dear friend uh, Donald Trump has been on CNN and all the other networks talking about and vilifying uh, the name of E. Jean Carroll. So they okay. carried it, the paperwork back to the courthouse and says defamation of character. Well, you know what that means, right? Does that mean money? Defamation yeah. of character in the courthouse means more money, more money. <laughs> That's the law, right? More money, right. more money. So they're working on more money for E. Jean Carroll. Hmm. She is our E. Jean Carroll is our shero among women because they paid no attention. When now I'm going to take you to uh, Mr. Arthur's other favorite person, and that's that person that sits on the highest court in the land, <laughs> and someone called Harlan. What's your guy's name over there in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> Mr. Arthur? Uh, Harlan, Harlan Crow. Harlan Crow, 
All in Jim Crow. Giving his oh my gosh. <laughs> That's mm. a good one. Is he Harlan in Texas? Jennifer. That's a Texas person? Oh, yeah. I thought Harlan right Texas. Yes. Oh, no. I didn't know he was Texas. Oh, let me just tell you this. Oh, my. Right, right, there, right there in Mr. Arthur's neighborhood. Are you serious? Let me, look, can I share with you that back in when I was doing home health care, I owned a home health care agency uh, in Tyler. The, I was the first African-American uh, and my two other uh, clinician partners, we opened a home health care agency, uh, Dr. Uh, Carr. And so one of my patients was Harlan Crow's son's son. That baby hmm. was born with a lot of issues, and he passed away, so I can talk about it now. He did pass away, okay. but we took okay. care of He had registered nurses around the clock. And uh, so I saw a lot of... Uh, Trammell Crow and Harlan Crow and all of those big time people coming in and out to see that okay. sweet little baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, right. If you come to Dallas, Texas, you're going to see a lot of buildings that have been built by Trammell Crow. They're big into construction and real estate. Mm-hmm. Lots of and, 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 and stealing. Don't get stealing. And, I was about oil to ask, where the money come from? <laughs> oh, from your people. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at any rate, <laughs> that's where it came from. My, my. Yeah, my, my. Yeah, yeah. Big it's money, big money. This weekend we did, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, historical marker for Little Egypt here in Dallas, which is my Kim people. Correct. Beautiful, and, beautiful. Uh, and so they told a story about, like, and this is in 1962, when they finally okay. – you know, starting out, you know, wouldn't give them no service and that kind of stuff, but so they bought them out. And then they, and then so they, and, and, they, and they told a story about how the bulldozer came and, you know, every time somebody moved out of the house, they could, the bulldozer show up and knock it down. And so, right. they, you know, they right. bulldozed the whole neighborhood. So it was like, you know, so we said, I listen, that's where I'm going. I say, and, and see, in those real estate, it's like Harlan Crow and all them. That's still mm-hmm. some council, all them. And uh, mm-hmm. as I go out, to it, you know, I do intend to have a word with him at some point. But uh, <laughs> like I say, but that's that's uh, you know that's real, and that's you know like we talk about cats like that, and then you roll it forward. Right. Now now he's a billionaire. Now he's must now his fans a bunch of billionaire yeah. family, and now he got all time. got all this power to where they can go and yeah. buy. So, you know, hey y'all, that's that, that's real talk, and you know, and, and so real you know. Talk. So basically, when you talk about your freedom, how much freedom you got, you know, I always say you got as much freedom as the lowest black person uh, in America. Mm. Well, mm. if you got if you got Harlan Crow doing what he's doing up there and all them other cats that they're doing, uh, you ain't got – ain't nobody got that. And so that's what mm. uh, yeah. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that poor white people come to understand. Hey, y'all, mm. they stealing your mm. stuff, too. They're stealing mine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to that's right. stop – Stealing mine, they've been stealing mine. Now they're stealing yours, and telling That's you true. I'm, and you know I ain't getting it because I ain't got nothing either. But mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, believe that. But Willie Lynch hey. comes to mind. Willie Lynch. There, Willie Lynch. Very good. Well, you know what's interesting to me, guys. This is really interesting to me. The very first pe- when I ran for Congress, the very first packet that they sent to me when I signed up to say I'm going to run for United States Congress and my paperwork went in, I got this very thick folder, a uh, packet rather, 
of all kinds of information, but on the very tip top, the very top, when I took that packet out of that manila envelope and flipped over that cover letter, the very next thing was ethics in the political process for Congress people. I mean, that was the very first thing was about ethics. And they said in that letter, read that booklet first so you'll know exactly how to disperse and receive campaign money and campaign finance laws. That was the first. So how is it that we, how, how is it that the highest attorneys that sit on in the land, how is it that they have no rules and regulations in regards to them receiving money, but everyone else in America does. Can you explain because, that to me? Be, be, because they are supreme capitalists. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you make yes. the rules, it's awful easy to make no no rules for yourself or to make it to where you're not accountable to anybody. Or for your friend, or of your friends, that's, that's supreme capitalists. Or for your friends. Yeah, sure, you know, sure. Because, yeah. So, you know, that's, what, that's, what, that's, that's, that's the essence of supreme capitalists, what you right. see them Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So a man like this, Harlan Crow, can have a relationship with the Supreme Court uh, personality, uh, Clarence Thomas, and he can (laughs) deny that uh, his uh, influence over Clarence Thomas has anything to do with the infiltration of evil (laughs) into our governmental system, Mm. and we're supposed to believe him. And, we and we're supposed right. to leave and, 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 Wait, and, and listen, and he firmly said, that's my best friend. Really? Wow. Mm. Really. Right. And, and he probably and, is his best. I mean, yeah, how, but how, how did Trumbull Crow and Harlan Crow and, all, I mean, Harlan, how did they get to be your best friend? Was it because right. of their money? And, right. You know, no, he's supreme. Now, you know, he didn't, he would now that was that happened after he got on the court, right? So, you know, I mean, oh, you know, and there you we, go, there you go. We, we know why he got, you know, yeah. Well, because, first of all, Gene, Gene got him on the, on the Supreme Court, his, <laughs> his Caucasian wife got in there, <laughs> and his, car, wait, and his Caucasian wife got him that money into the Crow establishment, yeah. Well, well Carson mm-hmm. had. And so you know, so yeah, he he ain't have two friends. I think I think that was that that lady that that that, that black lady that married him, and then Jenny. Because <laughs> had no friends, and then <laughs> and then Crow. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Nah, mm. nah, no. Well, and how about this? There are other women like Anita Hill, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there other women yes. like Anita Hill? Yes. Plenty of them that said Absolutely. talked about what happened to them. So let's talk a little bit about this. Well, actually, Dr. Hagney wanted to make sure that we talk about uh, uh, maternal uh, health before we Mm -hmm. get off tonight. But, Mm -hmm. um, gosh, I I just totally lost my thought. (laughs) I was about to say for us to talk about We were talking about the, uh, well, we we, we talked about that he wanted us to talk about something. Well, well, he wants us to talk about maternal health. Dr. Hagner wants us to talk about maternal health before we get off uh, tonight. 
because you know that he's mm. a big proponent of uh, maternal health with uh, with women, in particular black women, women of color, mm-hmm. that that uh, have so many issues uh, with childbirth and childbirth. But it was something else that I was I was a bit. Oh, I know right, what you're talking about. It, it came back. It came. It came back. So hold that point, Miss Rihanna. Don't let us forget before we get off to talk about yes, that. Ma'am. I was. I was going to talk about. I wanted to bring up why women do not. Why women do not say anything when they have been raped and they know they've been raped and they know that their bodies have been misused and abused and taken advantage of by some men. And especially mm-hmm. some men like Trump, people who are in high places, some men like uh, uh, our Supreme Court people and whatever. Why do you suppose that women don't say anything? Just like Ms. E. Jean Carroll said something to her friends, mm-hmm. but don't report, but don't report these things. Think mm-hmm. about it, gentlemen. So, Go ahead. Here's I saw back in the just like back in the uh, just like back in the eighties. Uh, okay. I went to college with, uh, you know, I was wearing the East System Greenwich aircraft industry, and so she was working in, you know, she was working in the office, and she's working in the office area. You know, you, you know, not aircraft, you, you, aircraft, huh? Yeah, 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 aircraft. Yeah. So anyway, so you know, uh, the East System that time. So she was working. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so she was working in the you know, she's working in like the personality area. So anyway, so I came in to get I, I get what it was to get done. So I, I see it from time to time. And so when I at this time when I came in, because you know she's very you know you know beautiful young lady, you know fine and all like that. And so I saw this white boy come by and, and you know and, and rub on her butt twice. Really? And, you know, and she was like you know she was kind of like you know trying to you know. And I'm going. I said that's a damn. I said sister probably go through that all the darn time. Sure. All, all the time sure. on them, Justin. And so I, you know, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I, 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 you know, they, you know, the, you know, sisters don't see sisters don't tell, you know. And, and I tell people all the time, you know, white men have had access to black women from slave time to now. Uh, I'm in the black, amen corner on that one. That's you know, I'm so, the amen so, corner too. Yeah. You know, and Miss Rihanna is too. <laughs> you know, so black, so so black men and white women, you know, that's where the, that's, I mean, that's where the thing is right now. You know, so everybody focusing on that. You know, but I'm just trying to tell them, you know, you can understand that dynamic that leads to that. And so the sisters, so what happened to them, they don't tell it. And it, well, actually, right. actually, a lot of white women haven't told it either. But 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 you don't ever hear the, the sisters don't come out and tell it. They don't tell it. But uh, but right. you know it'd be going on. You know it'd be going on. But you know, but they want to keep their job. You know, they want to keep so their job. So, Mr. Right, so Mr. Arthur, I'm going to bring Miss Rihanna in on this because are you are you just you saying a sister? So you're talking about a black lady, right? So you're talking about that black women don't, but other women do. And I'm uh, saying no, no, one, no I'm clarified. saying we, women. Right. He clarified all women, but he was just talking okay, about that good. that that particular yeah, dynamic got as a layer of this. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yes. And you're right, because E. Jean Carroll is a perfect example to us that she didn't say go to the police department. But look what happened when Anita Hill went to the police department, and she was vilified day in and day out during a trial on national television, right? National. But women believed her. Women and some men did. Some men. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was, how about the news? Yeah, that was, that was, 
or raping their coworkers and all that kind of stuff. You know, getting away with right. it. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you know, right. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying. Okay, so, so Dr. Tar- I recently did some uh, YouTube research on uh, Clarence Thomas and his oh. situation, and uh, okay. he attended the Holy Cross University, and That's they right. interviewed uh, many of his colleagues, and one, one man who was black also, who was one of his classmates at Holy Cross, said okay. that he could easily believe Anita Hill because mm-hmm. he used the he used the same Clarence Thomas used the same uh, wording about the pubic hair issue yes. that he did uh, with her. So uh, yes. as I heard you all talking about that, I thought about thought about what I saw recently. And so yes, people who went to school with him believed her right. because they'd heard him say mm-hmm. you know this before. Right. So where right. there's right. smoke. That is fire. There's some fire. Right. That's right. Well, you know, uh, my sister worked with him. And uh, uh, that's uh, California Connection, Miss Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Worked with Mm -hmm. him for a short bit. And so when all of this took place with Anita Hill, she says, I believe every word that Anita Hill is saying. That's what Mm -hmm. California Mm -hmm. Connection said. So she, because she had been around him just a very brief period, not that long, but long enough that she got to know a little bit of something about him that she believed mm-hmm. Anita Hill. She didn't know Anita Hill at all, but mm-hmm. she yeah. knew him. Did you, know he, did, you know, he, did you know he studied for the priesthood? That he went to the I did. I read his story like off. Dr. Carr. Mm-hmm. He's the only black. Mm-hmm. He's the only black in there. Yeah, they, yep, they, yep. they did, and they did the ungodly, ungodly racism thing on him. So you know, yeah. And, and he, oh. So I, he should just want to whoop one of them. That's what he should have did. You know. <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Well, it's very, very interesting uh, that yeah, women are still yeah. in, and and they're still enduring these things even as of today. Mm-hmm that women still endure uh, that sex, that sexism. And I, mm-hmm. when, I used to teach a class on this, right, in the military. And so mm-hmm. I, women have to say, they have to say, I warn them to say, listen, I'm offended by that. Don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And if it right. continues, then you need to hurry up and write that rascal up. Mm-hmm. Hurry mm-hmm. up and write him up. I agree. And, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a break, but if that happens again, we are going to the office. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Now now at this new age that we're in, you know, brothers have to be, uh, you know, uh, how should I say, judicious with it, you know, if they have compliments about, you know, how they compliment ladies. Uh, even compl- even compliments. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly correct. Because you don't want to take anything mm-hmm. out of context. And uh, Miss Rihanna, I think you were about to try to say something. I think. Well, I was just going to point out. You know, we've been doing uh, the radio for. I, I think we're right around ten years. That's right. And the statistic right. in in that time, the statistic for for the reporting has not changed. One That's in right. five. 
women mm-hmm. at least. And that's, that's been right. what it has been since we started doing this, and it had been that for quite a long time before that. I mean, so that's you are just one, one of those. Yeah, that's one, one of those needles that one, just does not move. Right. It does not. And I'm going to tell you this, Dr. Carr, about, I don't know, Miss Rana can correct me, maybe eight, ten years ago, we had 25 military females to come in studio. Yes. Yes. And talking about military sexual trauma. Now, these women were out of the military, have gone on with their lives, had careers in the civilian world after having mm-hmm. a career in, careers in the military world, and they were still, they were still carrying the heavy load of mm-hmm. being sexually abused in the military, mm-hmm. and people right. did not believe them. And I'm, I'm going to share this with you, uh, Dr. Carr. I was the um, uh, the um, officer in charge of military sexual trauma for my for, for the Fifth Army. It covered Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, and and New Mexico. That's that's the Fifth Army. And by George, when I would get these reports, and then mm-hmm. I'd take them to my commander, top commander. And, mm-hmm. and and they, he would say, it was a heat, and he would say, you mean to tell me, ma'am, that you want to ruin this man's career? Mm-hmm. And I said, I didn't ruin his career. He ruined his own cotton-picking career. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make sure that he's gone out of here. And mm-hmm. he can go up to Leavenworth, really, mm-hmm. but he's not going to continue to abuse these women. And see, they would, here's what they would do, Dr. Carr, and, and Mr. Arthur can tell you that, and Ms. Rana knows it too. They move them from one place to another place. If they like got in trouble in this unit. Like they do yeah. with priests. Like, like there you go. Priests. That's the same yeah. thing. Same thing. Yeah. Same, same thing. Thing. Yep. Same. Yeah. And also very upset. going up go the ladder when they move oh, them. There you they go. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. In Congress, remember, mm-hmm. in the Congress of the United States, yes, uh, up, until, uh, up until about a few years ago, That's right. their, 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 their sexual harassment protocol, I mean, I mean, stuffed women in a bag. They couldn't even say nothing for, 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 for you know, for months. Right. I mean, it was a total That's sellout. Right. It was a total yes. sellout. So that stuff, you know, the Supreme Capitalists, like, so they put all this stuff in place all the way through the system. And so, you know, and they just had to operate. They just operates like that. So, yeah. you know, we got yeah. and, uh, hey, y'all, you know, uh, we, we got to, the, the, the technology is speeding everything up. So we got to speed up with it. Yeah, right. speed up with it. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like powerful people promise to destroy powerless people if they yeah. refuse to give in to their wishes. Mm-hmm. And that goes back mm-hmm. to what Mr. Fleming said about the slave plantation owner. He had yes, his sir. way when he wanted to with whomever right. he wanted to. And I think right. that uh, that psychological slash mental but, slash social DNA mm-hmm. has been passed down to even uh, this yeah. day and time. So Amelia yeah. Hill is one person out of many who went before the world to say this is what happened, and I'm sure there were a bunch of leaders around the country and the world who, you know, were victimized 
but she was uh, the lone, as you say, Miss Shirley, the Shiro. And I really yes, take sir. my hat off to her for her willingness yes. to risk it yes, all sir. to tell the That's truth. That's right. That's right. That's it. Sound like Christ. He risked it all to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And he was killed for it, but he risked it all mm-hmm. to tell the truth. Yes, yes, yes. And, right. and remember, you know, and, and, and I understand why folks, and I understand why they don't want, you know, all the history. You know, they don't want folks to know the true history and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, America, we had America, we had breeder farms. We had breeder farms. Breeders. Yes, farms. yes absolutely. Yeah. You absolutely. know what I mean? You know, and absolutely. that's never seen, you've never seen that on any of the movies. But, you know, but you had that. And so, yeah. you know, just got the dynamics of that. I mean, it's like, right. wow. Wow. It's, it's wow. A, sobering, a sobering thought. Yeah, yeah sobering thought. So we got a lot to you know, the work, you know, overcome. Uh, but the main thing right now, I'm just hoping that white people come and understand, okay, you know, we'll deal with that right there. But, you know, just come correct right now at this moment, stabilize. Yeah. And then, you know, and then let's uh, get with the other stuff here in a minute. But uh, because if, if if we just go the way that they're going, then, you know, they saying, you know, because they say, hey, well, if I can't be white, then it can't be no America. Well, you know, and we saying, mm-hmm. And we and we saying if we can't be white, can't be no American. So we both saying the same thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, right. Yeah, right. You know I mean? So you know. So, okay. Uh, okay. Well, we have a lot of work in front of us, don't we? To um, yes. Keep women and children and people safe. Period. Keep us. Yeah. Keep us all safe. Keep us all safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, right. And and, and, and don't forget and my, what Trump said. He got off that bus well, about what you can do with women. Don't forget that he said it for himself. Don't forget it. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, he yes, said sir. it himself. Oh, he said it himself. Right. Yeah. Right. He said it himself. He said it himself. And they and they played that doggone thing too, didn't they, in court? Oh yeah, Absolutely. it was oh, it was admitted in the courtroom. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! The devil to get work done. Really? <laughs> well, and and look at we we see it playing out in real time. When that first came out that he said that, all of those Republican women, mm-hmm. when yeah. they were asked, you know, aren't you offended? All of a sudden, these women who have been griping about Bill Clinton all these years, who have been griping about, you know, all of a sudden they're wearing T-shirts telling Mm -hmm. him that he can do that. All of a sudden these, these, you know, and that's the same, that's just like one aspect of this dynamic that if the, uh, what do we call it? What did you call it? The capitalist supremacist? No, the, the uh, supreme, supreme capitalist. Supreme, the supreme That's capitalist. That's it. The supreme capitalist. <laughs> if they can just whatever it is, own it, and pit us against each other over it, while mm-hmm. they rise above it, there they're go. good. There you go. There you go. Good. Well said. Good show. Well, well said. Well said. <laughs> great show. Great show. Wow. Well, okay. So let's see. It's nine nine twenty seven. So we want to make sure, Miss Rihanna, you keep us on track and make because we gotta please Dr. Hagney on this uh, 
topic that he wants to talk about. Oh, this is the next thing. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead, oh, no, I was I was just going to say um, on that note, uh, I'll, I'll put a little teaser out there so we can discuss it after your topic, but uh, I was just looking up the maternal mortality rates, which mm-hmm. are extremely high in this country, ridiculously right. high, and they've sharply right. increased uh, over the past um in recent history, I'll say and that, directly correct. related to public po- uh, policies that are really, mm-hmm. really bad for uh, people in general, but for uh, women, for poor people, for children. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the maternal mortality rate in this country is on par with that of uh, developing, some a lot of developing countries. In fact, some developing countries are are way better uh, statistics wise on that note than we are. Uh, but in particular, uh, black women, the uh, maternal mortality rate for black women has yeah. really uh, taken yeah. in that time that it's become so bad for all of us. It's that much worse. I think it's um, 2.6 percent higher. For okay. black women in particular, uh, right? Then and it's just terrible. So I wanted to throw that out there, but we, we can get into the numbers okay. when we reach that topic. Yeah, but that's just something to think about for a minute. That that's real. That that's just that's just real to have the baby in America. That's the yes. real deal. It's it's dangerous. Yeah, extremely. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. for black women. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. Very good. So let that marinate a little bit, and in our last fifteen minutes or so. We're going to dive into that uh, maternal uh, rate and see what it is that should be done and what we can, where we know what should be done, but how we can tackle that. Uh, And Dr. Hagney is working on, um, he's working on grants and things to, uh, to to help the women in East Texas in particular, because that's, that's where he lives. That's where we live. And that is is uh, his focus is trying to make uh, health care. Go ahead. Okay. You know, you know, white women, white women, are gonna have to help get these uh, white guys. So you know, those guys that care the carrying those supreme uh, capitalist uh, ideas and and, and operate. We're gonna get them out of office. You know, like the okay. class, you know, you know, black folks, we stepped up and stopped the black, uh, you know, the red wave. Didn't nobody give us no credit for it, right? Because mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. With the Republicans, so uh, you know, they got to, you know, they got to stop that. At least, at least, got that. They need to stop for a couple of cycles, and then go back to doing it. But like I say, but until they, you know, because like I say, you know, they uh, again, and it's my complaint. You know, kind of too dancing now. You know, black women with them the whole time, and then they have to, you know, as soon as they get the rights, you know, they drop drop sisters off at the bridge. And so I'm just mm-hmm. saying that, uh, you know, I like to see the the, the white uh, movement be more consistent and support black all the black yeah. women, not just not just that one issue. And and so you know they yeah. being selected, and I and it's called we call it wishy washy. Yeah. Well, well, you know, speak, speaking of the white movement, Mr. Arthur, since that's what we're talking about right now, 
is, and and I want to bring out uh, the fact of how uh, the movement is trying to change the narrative of what has happened in our nation, in our country, for mm-hmm. 440, 50 years. And, and we talk about the books that they want to get rid of uh, in the libraries. They don't want the, the history uh, of America. And I'm talking about slavery and that kind of thing. Uh, isn't, we, we can all say what a mature and smart uh, child that I have on this phone, that's Miss Rihanna, uh, because she can look <laughs> at history and she, can, she studied it, she knows it. And, but she's not trying to change the history, but what she is trying to change, and like all the rest of us, is the fact that we want to we want to let that die out. We don't want to ever treat people inhumane uh, and treat them like second class citizens. We don't want to ever have slavery, but we know that slavery existed. But they're trying to change narratives right. of of the way things were in order to say, quote, not that we want children to feel badly about anything, but I I believe that's supposed to be the issue is that they don't want their children to feel badly, and neither do we. They Uh, made that up. They made that up. Yeah, I think very good. No children feel badly about history. That's something they made up, that they Mm -hmm. put out there. It's nonsense. It's complete and utter nonsense it's white fragility showing its head and you know this whole idea because the way we solve any of this isn't to you know oh i'm colorblind or you know that's sure none of that is is how we fix this but white people uh, the white people we're talking about are always looking for some some way to get their toe in the door and bust it wide open with nonsense to avoid the issue. There's never been atonement. There's never been a reckoning. There's never been anything ever. As long as they can just kick that can down the road, well, now they've just yeah. decided to make it invisible. There's no can there, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> there's it's no just, can there. <laughs> there there's yeah. no can. What can? Nope. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and yeah. this is how we got here, and it's all part of this, this sickness that just goes on and on and on and gets worse yeah. and worse because the longer you avoid it, I, I sure. just I yeah. said it before, it would be the same. Never, okay. you, you would never hear these same people. Well, maybe nowadays you would, but you don't <laughs> hear these same people telling Jewish people, yeah. forget about okay. that. Yeah. Forget about that. What, You're right. That was so long ago. You You're don't right. hear that. You don't hear a lot of them say no. that. Some of them, I guess, are saying it louder and clearer now. But you just—it's not treated the same, and that's no. pathetic. And that's what keeps us sick in this country. Well, that's what keeps us mentally very, ill. Very good. Very Let's good. look at it from thousand feet. Very good. Thank you for that. Yeah, Go sure ahead, Doctor. Now, Shirt is a, 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 war, a war veteran. She knows about psychological warfare. That's psychological yes. warfare. That's true. That's That's indoctrination. That's right. Going on right here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't care how your kids feel. I don't want right. my kids to feel bad. Right. Well, right. you know, some humanity right. goes 
girl. And so for you to sit there and say that to my face, and then you put it in policy, you know, in your state, hey, you know, y'all, they're not playing. They're not playing. This is all warfare. Uh, you know, uh, you know, to get you to vote against your own interests, which I guess Mr. Sherman decided to do, and I don't know why. Mm. But we're gonna find out. So I'm just saying that. Hey, you know, mm. no, you know, ain't, ain't no deal making time. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna have morality, integrity, and, and be trying to do for the community good, or you're not. You know, we don't need deal makers, right? Sure, right. sure, right. sure, sure. Okay, and we and we talk about teaching people to think critically. I think that every child, I was a child and now I'm a man, I had a right to know the truth about the whole picture. And then I would decide how I would feel about what I learned, but I needed the truth in order to make a decision. And I didn't need anyone to think for me. I have my own mind, my own brain. So I think uh, Rihanna is absolutely right. That's just you know, kicking the can down the road, and I'm looking at the can being kicked, and then finally you say, well, yeah. ain't no can it down there. <laughs> yes. walking down the road, but there's no can there. Yeah. Yeah. Cans disappear. Yeah. That's such ain't amazing. No love that concept. Love that abstract. Ain't no no road either. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, so no so now, now we, in, in other words, so so we, we, we got to use our imagination. I, I'll share with you guys that I've, I read, I've been re- started last night reading this book. I, I had stacks of books that I was trying to read, right? So I, I got this book from my daughter last uh, uh, year as one of my Christmas presents, and it's How to Learn Almost Anything in 48 Hours. And it talked about... Uh, about using your imagination on issues. So I hear you guys saying that even though there was a can there, uh, but uh, it's been kicked so far down the road, it's the mystery. I just say it's no longer a can there. So so it's it's like uh, when you're trying to learn something, and you know you have to you have to learn to to relate uh, to to things. Whether it's you know first you got to gather up your material. It's a really interesting book. Gather up your and then instead of just doing that rope memory, you know, like that we to do a long time ago to pass the test but once mm-hmm. you do that rope memory you may forget about that stuff right so, right. so right. they have a they have a way of being able to analyze uh, and set up a, a imaginatory uh, uh, it, well let's see like a, a scenario of some kind to be able to relate to make sure that you can remember and understand just exactly uh, what it is that you need to uh, to memorize. So they have this thing called smashing scope. You guys probably have learned learned about that, where you 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 learn the movie. It, it talks about movement and association. It talks about sexuality. It talks about humor and all of these in, uh, imagination. All of these different things, numbers and symbolization that you need to. Uh, to associate with a particular situation in order for you to remember it. And it could be something mm-hmm. crazy and wild, but mm-hmm. something crazy and wild, you're going to remember it. So I re- that reminded me of kicking that can down the road. There was a can, <laughs> and then suddenly that can disappeared, right? And so that was lovely. I, I really, yeah, there you go. That's my point. What can, there is no can. But in my mind, right, even though the cans disappeared, I, I see it's still in my mind, and I will remember. Mm-hmm. I will always yeah. remember that that scenario that Miss Rihanna just gave to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But anyways, and and then we know 
Okay, let's talk a li- just quickly about uh, Mr. Uh, Eric Williams and the fact that his his family were slaves on the largest slave plantation in Texas, right over there hmm. in Marshall, Texas. They had three or 4,000 slaves that lived mm-hmm. on all of that massive amounts of acreage. And we were able to go to that plantation where people, Caucasian people, are still living there. And then so for years, think about this, for years England has been making a mega money off of the yeah. quilt that came from that plantation, and they've been putting it on on their website, and they've been doing reproductions of the quilt and selling those, and just for years making money and talking about the real slave narrative. Then now comes along uh, Eric, the invisible Eric Williams, who is no longer invisible, right? <laughs> and found out that his grandmother, his great his great 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 grandmother who's buried next to her slave master on that plantation there. Now he comes along and talks about that quilt belonging to his family because he's done all this research, guys. We went Mm -hmm. to the churches and they had records all the way back to 1800s talking about this quilt. But now last week, I'll share this with you guys, last week, Mm. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, now they got a new narrative. Oh, the quilt wasn't wasn't sewn in the 1800s by the slaves and by Mr. Williams, a slave family. It was only done in the 19th century. Really? So th- wow. that can that you're kicking down the road, even though yeah. you want us you want us not to see it, right. and it's going oh. away. But we right. still see it because why it is in our it's in the core of our it's mind. It's already there. Yeah. It's already there, and you can't get rid of wow. it. Wow. Can't get rid of it. Wow. So I thought I'd They'd share that with you. They'd rather lie about the, oh old, my the story that oh my they goodness. had put out there. They'd rather yes. lie than for, yes. to have to yes. admit that yes. even in death, these people are still property yes. to them. Oh, my goodness. And their mm-hmm. property to belongs pay to pay not people. to the descendants of them, but to yes. England. <laughs> There you go. Oh, oh my Absolutely. gosh. And, and here's the funny, isn't it devastating? And now they've taken oh. the quilt out of the museum, I think. They've taken it oh. off the website. They've removed it, trying to remove it completely so that <clears throat> Mr. Williams cannot see. Oh, but we're going to keep oh fighting. Oh, my gosh. We're going to keep fighting. Yeah. Hey, here, hey, here. Hey, here. Use, use your analogy around it. Not only did they, uh, you can't find the football, look, they they trying to take the road out. Oh, <laughs> exactly. See? Exactly. Yeah. It was never here. Think about the moment. Think about what they could have done, not just for their country, for our country, for Texas, yes. for you know, for yes. for the world. Think about what yes. of, any of these moments that could have been played out on a mm-hmm. stage for everyone to see, but could have meant so much in a symbolic Absolutely. way. Think of what yes. they could have done when he wrote to them. But kick the can. You got to kick that can that, because that's, you're, that's it's, the symbol. It's, it's that fragility. It's that fragility oh that's so God. ingrained. Mom. It, yes. It's just this instant resistance to even the thought 
that you might do right by people. Uh, exactly. And see, that's why when I hear about a tender moment from the queen them, uh, a Harry them, I just I, right. I can't feel it. I, I can't feel it because I know what they're doing. So yeah, right. you know, yeah. I'm just, right. I, I just I, I can't I can't feel it. Right. I know well, they, that, that, that's a perfect example of the can. Yeah. Right there, yes. they want that can, yes. that couple to go away. They're even interfering, mm-hmm. talking about he's rented a hotel without Megan, and they're not going to be together, and just do. And then, and then you guys, I'm sure you know, you heard about the car chase in New York, where yes. where the paparazzi was chasing them and reminded him of what happened with his own self mother, who was killed mm-hmm. in that right. tunnel, and we went mm-hmm. there after right. that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, We're living in some ser- serious times, would you guys say? Well, you know what? Oh, my oh, okay. Yeah, just to recap. Now, you left off okay. the phone. Go, go, talk about a mass shooting. I'm, I'm unclear. Did anybody, you say only one person got shot? Nobody mm-hmm. died. Uh, nobody died. One person was injured. Lots of cars and they took shot the guy, him. And they took the, and they took, and they took the shooter alive. Correct. Did, did, did they get no information on the shooter? Uh, here, let me share this with you. Uh, let's see. Let me go pull it up, and I will share it with you. Person of interest detained in connection with North Tyler apartment shooting. And I'm going to open it up and see what it says. Tyler policeman. Yes, and I will. I will put it in the. Um, I would put it in the chat and I'll send it to you because I think that you're not in in, in the actual chat, uh, Dr. Carl. But it says Tyler police have detained one person as a possible suspect in a shooting incident at a North Tyler apartment complex. Griffin Elementary School has also lifted its shelter in place order as Tyler police continue to investigate the scene in northeast portion of Liberty Arms Apartments in the 2600 block of North Broadway Avenue. Tyler, a police information officer, and his name is Andy, said a lot of casings where shootings were uh, done at the multiple apartment units, uh, parked cars received lots of uh, shootings, uh, thus reported far safe that no persons of interest, no persons were injured except for one uh, person sustained a gunshot wound. And then okay. he went on to say multiple people as they gathered information on the suspect, though no motive has been established as to why all the shooting. So they shot up cars and they shot up uh, apartments. Wait a minute, one uh, shooter. And, shooter or one. But one, one, shoot, one shooter. One shooter was oh. shooting. Uh, well, that started it. Let's put it like that. That started okay. it. I was trying to see mm. if they were showing his photograph, and it does not look like they have shown his photograph. That's interesting well, that they didn't show the photograph. I just want to say this before we find out, you know, his his racial makeup. If he's black and they didn't kill him, I'd like to give them some kudos. <laughs> <laughs> well, nine times out of ten, it doesn't give, it doesn't say anything about his ethnicity uh, but basically, that's who lives in that complex. And hey, uh, so sure, this- sure, surely, surely. I remember, I remember the time not too long ago where 
Mm-hmm. When, when something like that came out, if it, they was black, they'd say it. They and would say they that, white, yes. They was white, well, they, they, got, oh, they yeah. got where they... I, mean, they, I remember that. And you're 100%. I remember that as well. But, however, I don't see that in our newspaper as much anymore. In Tyler, I'm talking about. I'm only talking about mm-hmm. Tyler. I don't see it very much in our newspapers. So... But, you know, but at least the police, the policeman has that person. One person was detained. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's not as prevalent as it was. But I'm just saying that that you know. Right. Yes, and that, yeah. you're 100 percent correct. It absolutely was. It absolutely. We would always know the ethnicity mm-hmm. of the person. Oh yeah. Uh, we would always know. Yeah. Well, let's. Let, it, it's 9:48, and so we want to give it a shot. At uh, Mr. Allen, I don't know if you pulled up any information about our latest. Oh yes, yeah. you were actually you were actually giving us some things. So can you give us a, a couple more things, and then we'll have a little dialogue on that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, okay. Here's the the one thing I was reading: uh, Black women are over three times more likely to die in pregnancy. And um, everybody remembers last week when um, Dr. Dana McKellar was on. She has spent her entire adult life, probably her young life, you know, as well, um, really focused on um, women's health and, in particular, black women's health. Because these statistics, um, they're three times, over three times more likely to die in pregnancy than women of any other ethnicity. Correct. Um, and there are, Dr. Dana is so, um, just so eloquent and thorough in the way she talks about this, but there are just so many particular health risks that um, that are, black women, all women need care that is, focused on women in particular. Right. Um, right. But for black women, um, there are just so many different variables that, you know, of things that, that cause these high mortality rates. And taking away women's health care in general is already contributing to this. But taking away women's health care, just like any other thing you take away, is going to impact um, people. There will always be people that are hit harder. And for in this case, mm-hmm. limiting women's health care, and, you know, when we talk about, like, abortion, it's not just about abortion. It really does boil down to access to women's health care. When you limit access to women's health care, of course black women are going to be harder hit by that because you, you're already limiting something, that's only going to further limit that access to black exactly. women since black women need specialized health care. And so th- this is just something that we can see. We can look at a graph in the mortality rates and directly okay. draw a line to public policy that, that limits um, access to health care and access to women's health care. And so if anybody needs a flow chart out there, just read any article about it, and you can see exactly how public policy affects – I mean, it, it literally is killing women, and it it is killing more black women than any other women. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right now. Okay. And this is a sharp increase in the past three or four years. Yes. Well, and one of the control, well, one of the control mechanisms of the Supreme yes. Capitalist is that. It always it's, did. It's like it's to keep the population under that, you know, that kind of constant yes. stress, right? Yes. You know, keep stress, yes. keep, you know, squabbling or whatever, you know, keep them going. You know, while they do mm-hmm. their thing, you know, add, you know, add more right. money to the Pentagon budget. Right. Eight hundred fifty eight hundred fifty billion dollars a year and then they can't tell you where where all the stuff's at. Right? Can't tell you right. where the stuff's right. at. And so exactly. you know, so that's what you know, that's what's going on. We got more yes. we, you know, we spend ten times more than the next I think what, ten to fifteen countries combined. That's so, right. So, you know, we got the weapons to do what we need to do. So, you know, right. it's just it's just right. straight up, you know, thuggery. Right. Well, especially since like the oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The bottom line with with all of this, like what Mr. Arthur is talking about, and even with the with this the mater, maternal mortality rate, while we are fighting, while they are putting out these little talking points, throwing them out like mm-hmm. little stale breadcrumbs for us to to quibble and quabble. At, over women against women, men against men, right, you know, right. uh, it, uh, all of all of these things. The bottom line is, what what is best for, like Mr. Arthur says, the the um, he says you're no, you know, you don't have any more than the after the way you word it, the the loneliest um, black person that you know, or you know, or whatever, however mm-hmm. you word it. That idea. Yep. The bottom line is, if you don't advocate for and fight for like it's your own, you know, mm-hmm, health care mm-hmm. for for black pe- people, black women, um, for, you know, all of these things, you're literally shooting yourself in the foot because it's right. – if, if you don't fight for, for those things, for those people who are hardest hit, you're you're only taking it away from yourself. Look, look exactly what happened with abortion. Look what happens with food assistance. You know, that doesn't just hit people who need it. It hits people who casually may, you know, ha- are more privileged and and right. can casually go into the doctor when they need to go into the doctor. Well, guess who's having trouble going to doctors now? All kinds women. of people. And, you know, women, yeah, all ki- and, and true. all kinds of women because yeah. the richest white women are even having trouble, you know, that's getting the, the kinds of care that they need. And, you know, women who I guarantee you were all gung-ho for mm-hmm. limiting contraceptives, limiting mm-hmm. access to birth control, limiting access yes, to abortion, yes. lim- that limited access to them, too. And that's indicative of everything, <laughs> literally everything. Wow. That's that's why we always say, you know, black issues it's, are everyone's issues. They're American issues. Yeah. All yeah. of them. Remember that 60 minute uh, 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 interview they did with this a guy up in uh, West Virginia in the trailer park, you know, selling weed. Uh, and and, and they, I, I we, you know, you're basically, but anyway, uh, and they was asking about food stamps and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, yes. about cutting, you know, and, 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 he, and he said, and he said, you know, he didn't think black folks ought to be getting them. They said, yeah, you know, but you're getting them too. He said, if they cut them for them, they're going to cut yours, too. He said, he said well, what you going to do then? He said, well, you know, I do something. So I'm just saying, you know, he, you know, yeah. he, he went to kill up his food stamps 
Dad do something. Yeah, you get somebody. We get somebody that deep into it like that. That's deep right there. Yes, right. Exactly. Yes. You you know what else is important, uh, guys? And Miss Rowley, you laid that out really beautifully, and and it reminded me of, you know. In birth, you know, you expect pain. Ms. Rihanna's had children. I've had children. And so mm-hmm. pain is automatic, and you, you expect it. You know it's going to happen. But some mm-hmm. of these women are actually experiencing uh, discomfort and pain from maybe something yes. that's happened in that birth. Right in that yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. but they may not yes. they may not say anything any differently, or they may not check anything any differently. That's why you end up with uh, with it. negligence and malpractices mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying, guys? That's uh, it. Because, That's it. Yeah, yeah. So women have to really, really pay attention to that pain. Make sure that right. that pain is not that standard birth canal pain and how that mm-hmm. pain is supposed to come and go. It rises up yes. and then it goes back down mm-hmm. and rises up. But if you're having continuous pain, you may have right. some kind of issue. Uh, somebody may have made a big mistake and caused a, a, a preventative mm-hmm. uh, injury in your body, you know. So we yes. encourage women to really take note and really pay attention. But But by all means, go from the beginning and get your prenatal care and get that all the way up until time for you to deliver that beautiful baby to your family. Get yeah. that prenatal care. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and, and this, you, I hear a lot of ladies, and, and this was one of my, my areas. I don't have the expertise that my daughter has, as Miss Rihanna laid out. So this young lady has studied this maternal yes. health all during her college, even even before that, when she used to, when when, she, when we brought her a, um, we brought this girl a microscope, and she was growing things under our bed. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was amazing. She, 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 I come in there and smell something that was not supposed to be. She was growing stuff in the house under the bed. Making it a sewing. There you go. Little farmer. Exactly. You're exactly correct. She was doing that. But but in in, in my time uh, in maternal health, I mean, it was all. I always wanted to make sure that that lady's pain was the standard pain that you have in childbirth, and not something extra that was going on with her. And and encourage them yeah. to be sure to go for your prenatal. That makes a difference, right, Miss Brianna? Going for that prenatal. Oh, it care. does. So that can man and and speak up, speak up for yourself. Don't be afraid to stick up for yourself. If you feel like you're being ignored by a healthcare provider, that's a huge problem, and that's actually one of the uh, huge contributing (laughs) factor that a lot of these women um, in in this article are talking about. That um, that they just feel like they were ignored, their concerns were ignored, and it turned out to be a concern that could have killed them. Uh, because mm-hmm. with Beautiful. the higher mortality rates come higher trauma rates in childbirth yes. as well. Yes. And higher Absolutely. postpartum depression rates. Um, and if you, you feel go. ignored and you can't talk openly, that's, that's, that's what leads you down that road. It can lead to death, that's can lead to tragedy, can lead to all kinds sure. of things that are so sure. preventable. And so, so Dr. Carr, wait, Dr. Carr said something. Dr. Carr, what was that you just said? I didn't say anything. Uh, no, you did. You said get another doctor. 
You said oh, get uh, another uh, one. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That one is not, if that doctor. one is that's what I'm yeah. talking about. If that one's not okay. working yeah. out for you, what, Dr. Carter? Absolutely. Get what? Absolutely. Get another physician yeah. if that one is not yeah. working out for you Absolutely. or whatever it Absolutely. is that you have. You're a nurse practitioner or whatever, and you know mm-hmm. nurse practitioners have to work under the auspices of the obstetrician. So Great get on. yourself somebody else if you're not satisfied. Listen, this has been outstanding. It's 9.59. Dr. Carr, you have your final comments. Everybody have a final comment, a second or so for a final comment. But this has been a great show, a great show. Go ahead. For my part, let me encourage the audience to uh, buy my book, Resurrecting the Black Mind, and focus in on Chapter 4, which talks about mass media, politics, and religion and its influence in the American mind. Outstanding. Mr. Arthur? Outstanding. Thank you for that. I need to get that book. Enjoy the show. Again, I'm I'm writing, uh, my byline is uh, Freedom Riders 2.0 for the North Dallas Gazette. You can go online and pull it up. Uh, And what I'm talking about this week is uh, about our national uh, institutions and and our civil rights organizations need to deconflict, which means they need to uh, start to work together on the grassroots level. They they do good on the national level where the corporate money is, but it's not getting to the grassroots where the work needs to be done. So, uh, you know, read all think about it. Outstanding. Very good. And so I don't need to say anything else. It's been a beautiful, beautiful evening. I'm so happy to be right back here with you guys on Marvelous Monday, on Monday night, uh, because it is indeed a Marvelous Monday. Keep up the great work. And next week, we got to talk more about 2024 election time coming up. So we'll turn it over to Ms. Rihanna. And thank you, gentlemen. It's great to hear your voices again. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Ms. Rihanna, take over and play our theme song and whatever you have to say. Bye for now. All right. Good night, everybody. Have a marvelous Monday. Good night. Good night. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours. When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Glory, glory, oh, glory, glory. Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground, the camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Glory, glory, 
crown for every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be night. See you next Monday. Bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.